A very good morning to everybody out there. This is Belinda. And Candice. All right, we got audio. And today we are doing a, we're doing a little things a little bit different. We're going on Zoom, but we are still doing this podcast. And we want to celebrate you all for waking up today, you guys. We woke up, we showed up, and we're here. Yes, we waked up, we put on some makeup, and now we in the take-up. <laughs> Today is episode number 48. I can't even believe that we've gone that far. And we're talking about leadership, right, Candice? Yes, leadership. Wow. What an interesting concept, right? Especially in today's world where there's a lot of chiefs. And, oh, yeah, there's way too many chiefs and not enough Indians, but the chiefs that are running don't know what don't know what they're doing so we need some leaders to step up and step into their destined fate of being a leader so how do we do that that's what today's show is going to be all about we will share tips with you on what a leader is what leadership means and how to really bring that into your business and your life to succeed in whatever it is that you're desiring to succeed at for sure. And I believe that, you know, here we are focused on women entrepreneurs and women in general. I truly believe that we all have, we are a leader within so many levels um, from being a mother, from just being, um, you know, a business owner, but just in life. I mean, we were talking about this the other day, Candace, about how we just lead ourselves. We're the first person that we lead into our day. We get up and we lead us into the rest of the day. But practicing the skills, knowing the skills, that's really key here, right? That is the big key. And that was interesting when I was writing the empowerment poem for today. The flow of that, we actually, I actually have that in there about <laughs> what a leader eats for breakfast. <laughs> nice. And, and it's not, I'm not talking about food, but it, in a literal sense, Yes, but what what is it what does it take for a leader to be a successful leader? That's what today's show is really going to dive into, and I'm excited because, I mean, why not be excited? There's so many things in life to be excited about when we focus on it. So, I believe you know, leaders are not just born, but they are created right. and forged. So, I don't know. I'm excited. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're excited because this is some pretty juicy information we're going to be talking about. And I'm glad that we have our good friend, Whitney, who's joining us today. It's been forever that we haven't seen her and talked to her. So welcome, Whitney. Thank you for joining us this morning. Excited to get your views on leadership as well. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I was looking so forward to coming up the hill to hang out with you guys. And well, here we are again. I know. <laughs> I It's so frustrating to, it just feels like a teeter-totter, right? It's just up and down yeah. and roller coaster ride of what is happening next. And I've just kind of given up on that whole big picture. And I'm just like, I'm taking it day by day. <laughs> this is the way we have to do things now is just, you know, be in the flow and just know that everything is working out, of course, but sometimes it has to be a little bit different from what we expect. And we have to be okay with that. And that's a good 
point as you talk about leadership today, which is being able to adapt and be flexible and not um, let the things, the circumstances of life, you know, get in the way and to just keep moving forward with what your vision is. So it, I guess it works out, out the way it's supposed to. Absolutely. I I do believe that it, it does always work out, but you're right in that. There has to be some, well, the big word that comes to mind here is trust. There just has to be this big trust that everything, you know, is, is working out and flowing. And as leaders, um, we need to trust that flow and make the best decisions for what, you know, what is, is happening within our bubble, if you will. Um, personal and professional, um, and just make it feel better because we're always talking about the feeling. The feeling is huge. It's it's the thing that actually keeps things rolling, moving, and progressing along to the next level. And if we're feeling confident about things, then we move to the next level. You know, so it's it's such fun. I, I got to say, just to continue to explore the clues that life presents to us and how we can either, you know, jump to the next rock or, you know, you choose, you want to jump on the next rock and land on it or fall into the river and, you know, get wet and hopefully not sink. But um, it, it's all a decision. It really is a decision. When you decide to go forth with that, um, you know, with the positive intent, everything looks brighter, shinier, happier. It feels good. I like that. <laughs> For sure. I'm happy people. <laughs> this is a song that I'm hearing in my head. Well, it's true. I mean, if we, can you imagine if we just really didn't do anything and we just complained and sulked all day and didn't, you know, and there was no happiness within our day, that would be a pretty sad sight. And that's well, not I even one I can't imagine. Well, and sadly that there is a lot of people that live in that reality. And that's why I have a passion of bringing forth this knowledge is so that, you know, without awareness, there cannot be transformation. And, and so many people, it's not that they are ignorant or dumb or they're just, they don't know. It's they, they haven't been in the classroom. And that's what the Sweet Night is. It's this wonderful classroom where you come and learn all these valuable skills, these life skills that elevates your competency so that, you're now able to have that awareness to take those steps to, you know, step out of that insanity of not being adaptable, not being flexible. And, you know, instead of feeling beaten down, you can now tap into being resilient and persistent and you know, really tapping in, tuning in and turning on to your inner strength and magnifying your courage in a way that elevates you out of that unknowing into knowing. Correct. Most definitely. What are your thoughts on that, Whitney? I think that's, I think you're both right. You know, it, it, again, it goes back to flow, um, but it starts with this self-awareness and it starts with being able to lead yourself. And if you can't do that, then you can't lead other people because ultimately leadership is about influence. It's about vision and 
having something that other people want to be a part of and follow you, follow the vision, be a part of something bigger than themselves. And, and if we can't, if we can't lead ourselves, <laughs> you've got a real problem. Yeah, We've got a real problem, and I think we see some of some of that where, regardless of whether it's political or corporate, you know, people are trying to. I think for the most part, they want to do the right thing, but sometimes ego gets in the way, and for sure, it is it stands in the way of being able to see clearly um how to move forward so and i'm not picking anyone in particular um you know i think there's a, a lot to go around and and the other part is <laughs> that as we sit you know sunday court sunday what is it monday morning quarterbacking uh -huh. um that we also don't have all the information that other people have so you know it's it's a difficult position to be in, in leadership, regardless of where it is, whether it's in the home, you know, on a little league team, running a business corporation, you know, like us, female entrepreneurs, it's always a challenging thing because it becomes about making decisions sometimes quickly without all the information that you wish you could have um, and know that you're making the right decision. So ultimately you have to take what you have and move forward with the, with the best intentions and, but be willing to pivot if right. it becomes necessary. Right. And right. it's one of the things that, you know, I've watched um, both you and Belinda and, and Candace watch both of you, do throughout this uh, COVID experience is to pivot in order to keep your podcast going, to keep the business going, your business is going, um, and being an example to your audience. And I think that's the beautiful part about leadership is ultimately it is setting an example. It's being the example yeah. um, and showing people how to move forward in their power with whatever gifts and talents they're working with. Yeah. Beautifully said. Uh, yeah. I was just going to say very beautifully said, Whitney, that that's exactly um, on the flip side of the handout for today. I spoke of that very, very thing about how a leader doesn't have to know all the answers or solve all the problems. They merely must remain curious and open to knowing that where they are is often only a stone's throw from the ones behind them on the path they just came down. So, you know, a good leader knows that sharing that knowledge is far more transformative for the entire good of all rather than the greed of holding it all for self. Absolutely. I think, you know, for people, and I'll talk about corporate organizations in particular, I think employees, it's one of the things employees hate most is when the person that's in charge holds on to information as a way of maintaining power because right. they think that knowledge is power. 
And knowledge isn't power. Knowledge is only potential power. It's how you use that knowledge, the actions you take that make that knowledge powerful and to hold on to it and keep it from other people so that they can't be lifted up, that they're not empowered, um, it is, is a mistake, in my opinion. I, yeah. I got an email, a text message actually yesterday. Um, it was really exciting to get the text message. It was someone um, that I've worked with. She is um, in her first role as a boss. Um, and I helped her hire her first employee. And that was about two years ago. She sent a text saying bittersweet. He was leaving to take a management position somewhere else. And she said that, that it was sad that he was leaving because she loves him as an employee. But the, the, bright side in that is that she knew she had done her job as a boss well because he was qualified and positioned to take a, a promotion somewhere else and i think often leaders are afraid to share information share um opportunities with others because they'll be either replaced or people will leave and in my opinion, that is actually your job as a leader right. is to make it so that those that you're leading, again, whatever the context, so that they are leaders too. They become leaders in their own right. And so I think that's another beauty of what you and Candace um, have going here, Belinda, is that you are empowering other female entrepreneurs to be the best they can be, to stand in their power as women, as entrepreneurs. And you're not sitting around hoarding the information um, for yourself so that you'll be the only two successful people. That you know, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> no, we don't want that. And that's, that's, that's funny that you say that because the rest of what I was just speaking on about a leader, I was like, for where one branch grows, another sees its own possibility. Knowledge is given for illumination sought as the answers reside lying in wait for curiosity to awaken the ignition source of the truth. Yes. Well, by us knowing and being a tree, we're showing other women, hey, look, it's possible. Yes. You know, yeah. I water me. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you can be your own tree, right? Because off of every tree, off of every plant the seeds or you know whatever needs to spread and starts its own thing somewhere else and and, and that becomes your real legacy right? right when you guys will be able to say that we inspired empowered you know educated look at all these female entrepreneurs out there doing fabulous things and while you're not going to take credit for everything you've done you had a part in that journey and that has to be more exciting than saying oh i grew the biggest team ever and this is all we do right you're going to have branches that are spreading and trees that are growing out of the knowledge that you're sharing mm -hmm. it's so interesting Sorry. <laughs> it's so interesting um, to really think 
truly of that. But, you know, as I look back, I just think it's always been this vision of mine for years and years when I started networking groups years ago. Um, it's not about competing and criticizing. It's never about that. I think a true leader shows um, in sharing gifts and in sharing talents and in sharing information. There's there's more satisfaction, like you're saying, Whitney, in seeing other people grow than you know, just trying to grow my, you know, my own business with just thinking um, selfishly. You do have to be selfish in some ways, but I think just in the bigger vision that there's just so much more power and satisfaction in the teaching of becoming an entrepreneur, a leader, an empowered woman standing in your own power. And there's, I've seen it. I've seen it through many, many women that I've met over the years, and I just feel like a proud mama. I just feel so proud to see them grow from no confidence to big confidence and then taking that confidence and spill it spills right over into their business and it attracts you know their customers and their success to what they wanted because they grew in their confidence. So I think that's a big 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 part in the list that I wrote down here of my notes was just you know not to criticize or compete but to offer support to you know to cheer other women on to pave the way for them in their journey that that's true leadership in in all aspects. And that's exactly what the vision of the Sweet Nine is. And it just gets stronger and stronger with us seeing, you know, the, the fruits of our podcasts. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's another I'd like to piggyback on what you said about leadership, Belinda, is that the definition of leadership is the position of someone who shows the ways, rules leads guides and directs or inspires others or groups mm-hmm. and that's not that nowhere in there does it say it puts them down it belittles them it destroys their confidence it's it's leading it's guiding inspiring and directing i mean elevation all those words are all elevation they're all leading the way to something from something into something from something that wasn't seemingly possible into something that is possible there's all kinds of positive energy surrounding there's the top 10 qualities of a leader Well, mm-hmm. there's not 10, but there's a broadness of 10. Right. More than that. But those top qualities, I mean, they're all positive qualities. Let's talk a little bit about leadership and risk taking. We had an episode not too long ago about how, you know, do we take risks in life? Well, I got to tell you as a leader, you have to be comfortable with that. That's part of growth. That's part of expansion because how are we supposed to, you know, be leaders and lead others and lead ourselves into the next level of success, whatever that looks like for you and your business, um, if we don't step out of our comfort zone? We talk a lot about that. It's that we have to not be complacent with where we are, but to stretch further 
get out into the next box, onto the next stepping stone, onto that next level. And that does involve taking risks. Don't you agree, girls? Absolutely. Uh, the risk, it's not, the loss isn't in the risk. The loss is in not trying. Correct. Yeah, we have to take the leap. We have to give it a try. We have to speak up. And we have to, of course, just learn from the experience. We will, you know, not see success in every step of the way. But that's, again, another episode we talked about is you have to be comfortable <laughs> with failing. You just have to be comfortable with, and it's okay with learning these new steps as we move on to the next level. That is a big quality of being a leader. Yeah, I agree. Risk taking is paramount. And it doesn't have to be dangerous um, risk. It, it can be calculated risk. Mm -hmm. it, it should be informed risk. You, you shouldn't just, you know, go around taking your, leading your troops, you know, off cliffs without thinking about what it is you're trying to accomplish. But, you know, if it requires that you do something that's a little risky, I, I think it boils down to just being willing to make decisions. Yes. Sometimes, like I said earlier, sometimes you don't have all the information and you have to make a decision about which way to go without knowing, you know, what is the right way to go. And then you have to be willing to, if that turned out not to be the best way to go, be okay with turning around and saying, you know what, given what we had to work with, this is the direction that we chose to go in. And now we're going to go in a different direction. And I think certainly as a business owner, that's something that happens for me all the time. I don't have any employees at the, at the moment. Um, but I see that even without necessarily knowing directly that people are watching and following me and what I'm doing, there will be some indication that that's the case. And when I change my mind on something that I thought was a great way to go, and it turns out not to be, I'm okay with with acknowledging that I made made a mistake, and I don't know if this is a made a difference between male and female leaders, but more there's more of a willingness to own the mistakes and um, not be afraid to let people see that as women that it didn't quite turn out the way we wanted. I think we are less, um, more risk averse on yeah. the front end, but yeah. if we move forward and make mistakes, we're more willing to own those and share them, particularly as lessons for those we're leading. Well, I'd like to add on to that, Whitney. I think in the general sense between the, the masculine and the feminine, Masculine is often more driven by ego. They're, they're the doers, whereas women, we're supposed to be the receivers, the creators. You know, we're the ones that manifest and generate, whereas the men are the integrators, the implementers. That's not to say that women can't do that, but we tend to come 
from a more heart-based, compassionate, centered um, approach. So that comes off a lot differently um, for women for that very fact. But on the downside of that is if we don't have the ability to kind of hone in some of that masculine energy, then we have this business where we're too soft and people just take, take, take. And then that's true. So there is, it is a balance. And, and that's, yeah. And that's what the sweet nine is, is we help you find that balance between those two polarities because you can't be all on one side and then all on the other and expect that your boat's not going to flip over. Right. Absolutely. And, and that is such a good point that, there has to be whichever way you you flow, um, whether male or female. You could be female and have a more masculine approach, right? Right. Um, so it, it it's not necessarily that, but whichever one you is is sort of your dominant approach. You need to make sure you're incorporating the other approach, and um, I. Th- think because of the direction that leadership management and leadership has been going for the last hundred years or so and being more um, people focused as opposed to product focus or in result focused and understanding that when you are people focused, you can get to your outcome. It is about developing who you're working with, who you're leading, and having that be the focus gives you the ability to incorporate the other side as part of that. Um, and so it's, it is a good thing to remember that you, you need to be able to, willing to, and absolutely just be someone who will take risks, who will fear, feel fear and do it anyway to take the actions and and also be willing to say you know if it didn't turn out it's okay here's what we learned from this and now this is the way we can go out with the additional information or whatever has come Mm -hmm. along to help you recognize that the decision you made didn't quite work out the way you wanted I just want to point out that that's actually oh go ahead. Uh, I was going to piggyback that. Those are great tips or points, Whitney, because those are actually some of the barriers that it talks about for women in leadership. Mm-hmm. That equality, not speaking up, and then um, you know perfectionism, analysis paralysis, and not not trusting their purpose. You're right. 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 And I was just going to add um, for our listeners who are newbies in the entrepreneur world, when we're talking about risk, we're not talking about, you know, investing your life savings into a company and risking it all uh, or your own company. But we're talking about all kinds of levels of risks. And that's what gains that confidence within you and brings you as a uh, makes you a stronger leader. Um, just the fact of taking a risk of making a phone call and trying something bold. Um, you know, you want to be a part of, uh, let's see another, you want to collaborate with a bigger company. Um, and you take that call. That's, that's a risk in itself because you're just thinking, you know, is it going to grow me or is it going to, you know, keep me the same? Um, 
these are the kind of things that you as a leader, as a business owner, you start learning which direction you want your business to grow, to go and grow. And it's not going to happen until you take little risks, medium risk, larger risk. But let me tell you, at the larger risk, there comes larger rewards too. So look at it that way too. And that's just from personal experience in investing and making my studio what it was, the one in Southern California. We took large risks in that one and I was scared as heck. Let me tell you, I was scared as heck. I couldn't sleep. I was really stressed out. But the rewards came back tenfold. And I, I felt so proud of myself because I did step out of a box that was very, you know, comfortable for me and into something that I knew could be something very successful. And, you know, it, it was. So when you do that, you have to celebrate those moments because you've definitely jumped, you know, huge um, levels on, on in confidence and it, it pays off. But you have to know exactly what you're doing. There was an excellent video that I listen to quite often um, because I'm big on just jumping into life and just jumping into the opportunity. I love the word jump. Just jump. Just know that everything is flowing and going in the right way. But this was, um, there, there was more behind the jump. Yeah, you're going to jump, but you want to have a plan. <laughs> so when you're doing and thinking about the jump, um, you definitely want to know what is what is the steps that you want to do when you land, right? So with that, it looks like we are going to be talking a little bit more on this with just myself because for some reason, the Zoom has dropped us and we're just going to continue on the podcast. Um and add some more juice into this with, of course, talking about being a leader and some of the steps that go with that. I don't know what happened with our Zoom. My apologies. I thank you to Whitney and to Candace. I know they're probably wondering why it dropped us, but, you know, sometimes technical difficulties happen. Actually, they happen more often than not. And this is what ends up happening. Um, it dropped the call on the Zoom. No big deal. How do we handle this? We continue on. We get the information needed from wherever it is that we need to do it, um, gather it, and put it back into the show. It's not a problem. You Leaders learn to problem solve quickly and to take action and to handle it. Um, it's not, it shouldn't break your day. It's just part of the process. So please be patient as we figure this out in just a moment and I'll get right back on. Okay, and we're back. We figured out the technical difficulties and we got our team back on. So we're continuing with the second part of the episode here with leadership. And we were talking about taking risks. So now we're going to move into, um, how about resiliency? Let's talk a yes. little bit about that. What does it take or how does resiliency play a part in being a leader? 
Did we want to read the empowerment poem first? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. I think I talk about resilience in there. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I put so much into the poem. Um, uh, so yeah, the, the poem for leadership, I took all the words of, as you, you'll see on the handout, all the qualities of leader, and I turned them into the poem. All right. Can't wait to hear. Okay. So here we go. So lead, honest, integrity, persistence. A true leader consciously creates and is hell-bent to inspire, guide, and influence, knowing that the key is to take action and implement. A leader of this caliber to those who seek illumination is divinely sent. Leadership is commitment to excellence, requires strength and courage, not living on fierce fence. A leader eats flexibility for breakfast and breathes heartily with resilience. Focused and confident with empathy, curiosity, and a tunnel vision glance, seizing every self-improvement chance, aware that leadership and success are not happenstance. Wise to this intricate, timeless dance, they listen, adapt, and flow as if in an empowerment trance, waltzing with leadership, communication, and inspired influence. Know your vision, release the outcome from perfection's prison, Trust your purpose, take a stand, make an empowered decision. Stay curious, help your team grow and be flexible and lead with empathetic supervision. Most important of all, don't forget to love self with precision. It is your daily self-care that creates and strengthens that leadership foundation for empowering other successful men and women. Wow. Nice job. Very good. Another good one. <laughs> Add it to the list. Now, where can people um, find one? Find your information, Candice. Uh, they can go find me on the new website, CandiceJFraser.com, or they can find me across social. Well, they can find me on my social media on that website, but you can find me across social media, Wellness with Candice, and you can message me at uh, CandiceJFraser555, the numbers gmail.com beautiful once again that was an inspired poem um, based on the topic of today's episode which is leadership wonderfully said wonderfully read and thank you for sharing your heart and your passion with everybody here at the sweet nine and all of our viewers and listeners you're welcome <laughs> all right well that did lead us into resiliency you know, what does it take to be a leader? And that, I believe that that is one of the qualities is building, practicing, being resilient. What do you girls think? I 100% agree. I believe that without resilience, when things get hard, you're now looking them as something that's happening to you rather than for you. Whereas resilience as well as persistence helps you see that it's all just part of the journey. It's all part of the path that it's all unfolding and happening for you to create that contrast to not only show you that you can withstand and endure, but maybe this isn't working. So let's, let's hold on to our resilience and keep being patient with the process and right. just keep going, moving forward. Most definitely resilience is the quality that allows you to overcome stress and adversity and to come back strong and maybe just maybe even stronger. Actually, I know for sure 
stronger than before. Yes. Right? So when we practice this over and over again and, you know, through as an entrepreneur, you will get hit with all of these experiences that will bring you down, but you can't let that, you know, keep you there. You need to pick yourself up, know what the vision is, keep hold of that. I mean, we always talk about the why. The why is what moves us. Definitely not the how. Exactly. There's so many things that can, you know, become an obstacle or a challenge for entrepreneurs um, from, you know, regulations and things that have nothing to do with you and that you can't control your own decisions and actions. If you have employees, employees, family matters, you know, there are just so many variables and without the ability to practice being resilient, to practice, you know, resilience, have it as a habit um, and, you know, be able to bounce back when things come against you, you're going to have a really difficult time being an entrepreneur because mm-hmm. it's, it is, you know, it's sort of a constant thing. And I love what Candace said. It becomes about whether or not you're seeing it as a tax against you or it's working all out for you good, right? Correct. So it's a mindset shift and mm-hmm. you can decide that it's too much and not be resilient, in which case you're going to have a difficult time And just because things are happening, um, circumstances are happening that you can't control, that doesn't necessarily make it a bad experience. It just is. And your ability to, you know, bounce back or spring forward to keep going, to put one foot in front of the other is just, it's a mark of the difference between those who succeed and those don't. Correct. Most definitely. Some of the factors that make you resilient um, are positive attitude, optimism, the ability to regulate emotions, and the ability to see failure as a form of helpful feedback. We talk about these in other episodes, but they do. These, these factors actually give you that strength and that confidence to keep moving forward, just like you're saying, Whitney. And that's what we do as women entrepreneurs. We don't stop. I think as mothers, we naturally carry that. We have to keep going. We know that we have to wake up the next day and take care of the kids. That's just part of you know, what we signed up for if, if that's where you're at. But we naturally move that into um, our businesses because our business is our baby. So Got to get up and keep going. Got to keep feeding it. Got to keep, you know, working with it and clean up the messes or whatever it is. If When you look at things that, that way, they don't feel so scary, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's one of the, the, the top leadership tips that I had was to know you. And part of knowing you is knowing what is resilience? What is persistence? And how do I tap into it? How do I manage my emotions when I get into that, you know, that, that beaten down state of, 
damn, nothing's working out. I just keep failing. Nothing's going my way. Why is this all happening to me? How do I flip that? How do I alchemize that mindset into, no, everything's going the way it's supposed to. This isn't working out because this isn't meant to be. So I'm going to keep moving forward and moving into that, which is meant to be by taking empowered action and to keep showing up in a way that keeps me, you know, in that integrity with myself of moving forward into, you know, that which I desire, which is success. Usually I would, I would hope that's why we're all, you know, and also being willing to ask the questions, being curious and right in, in wanting to know what changes have to be made in order to move forward right and and it's not a matter of like you just said Kim it's not a matter of just keep pushing forward with doing the same thing if it's not working it's feedback learn something from that correct grow from that ask the questions that need to be asked that will inform how you make decisions to move forward how you take that necessary action to will possibly give you a different outcome and then being willing to continuously do that until you get to the desired outcome and it's just going to be I think impossible to be a business owner an entrepreneur without this trait or this habit or skill whatever you want to call it because there's just too much that just naturally happens in the course of running a business. Correct. No matter the size of the business, you will right. experience it. Right. You know, and, and here we're, we're talking about, you know, gaining our strengths and, and, and our leadership skills and resiliency being one of them, but we have to remind ourselves and, and we have to talk about, you know, the fact that we don't want to compare ourselves to other leaders. We have to remember that we're individual. We think differently. We think, I mean, we're, maybe we're um, inspired by other leaders, but we still have our own skills and it's good to connect to your own creative potential, your own creative flow, your own vision, which is why you started this whole thing in the first place. It wasn't somebody else's vision. It was yours. So when we start to compare ourselves and our success to others, that's when we start to fall apart or to critique ourselves too much. You know, when we stand as leaders, you have to remember that you're, you're here for a reason. This is your purpose, your why, your, your vision, your mission, your project, and you came up with this idea. This was yours. Now, when we step into that power, that confidence, um, that knowing that you're the only one that knows how to flow in this creative side, of course, we can be, we can take information from very influential leaders who are out there, but ultimately, you're the one that holds the direction, the path, the wand into your business. So don't, don't compare yourself to others. There's so much within you that, um, you know, that needs, needs to be 
put out there. Remind yourself of how far you've come to sustain you through the long road getting to the top. Keep reminding yourself, you know, what is it that you're doing and where um, and where you're going and stand strong in your leadership role. I love that. Well, I was going to add to that, you know, imposter syndrome is actually, you can know your vision. And, you know, we talk about this path a little bit longer than me she's a little bit further ahead on that path so she has more success than me but that doesn't mean that I can't have that success that just means what did Whitney do to show up and make that success and I know by watching how Whitney is on social media you're on it you're dedicated you're focused you show up every day in a way that moves your business forward and it's most likely the same way you got those books written to excellence you listened you learned you again this is my desire we're going to make this happen and didn't let anything get put it out there and people don't want it so i started pushing back against although that's changed now because i spend every evening i'm working on my book i'm i'm writing all the time now and it's content whereas before i was like oh i'll sit down and write it later because i was doing that perfection analysis paralysis like I want to sit down and write it all now and if I can't do it that way then I'm not even that was perfection analysis that was fear of success that was imposter syndrome um that was you know confidence that was speaking up for myself for my dreams like Belinda likes to say I was arguing for my limitations so that's an example of how I I can sit here and I can either go down one path and be like Oh well, that Whitney's just better than me. I can't be. I can't be like Whitney. You know, she's more successful than me. I'm not as smart as her. I don't know what she knows. Who do I think I am? Or I could sit here and be like, you know what? I really need to get my ass behind me now, not ten years from now. Now, within the next few months. I mean, ironically, I'm already taking steps to make that happen. But that's again, that's an example of how we as humans not just women but as humans we get caught up in that compare and despair and as a leader we can't do that we have got to be curious and we've got to be flexible but we've we've got to know our vision because if you don't you're going to be all over the place and it's going to come off to potential prospects of like wait what are you offering me i'm confused right so, right get clear. No, that's, that's such a good point because you know, I would say I would do the same thing. I could do the same thing with you guys, right? I've wanted for the longest time to have a podcast. You guys are on episode number 48 and I'm not there. So, and as I've watched you guys over the past few months and in particular, talk about resilience again, what you guys have done and continue to do throughout the, this, um, the, the COVID experience, oh, there's always someone we can be comparing ourselves to, no matter where we are in our journey, one aspect or another. And so um, instead of seeing things as a competition, 
use it as inspiration and, and talk with people, learn something from their experience. It, it has been my experience that people who are in business and successful in their businesses are willing to share. They are leading in their own right, going back to something we said earlier. It's not for them, I have to hold on to all this knowledge, otherwise someone's gonna come along and replace me. They recognize because of mindset, there's enough for everybody. Right. And it, it, it doesn't have to be um, a, a competition and certainly a compare and despair because you could find yourself constantly. <laughs> you would constantly be finding yourself in a space of despair because there's always going to be someone who's richer, cuter, thinner, you know, Faster. smarter, You're right. whatever, whatever it is that you are or aspire to be, there's always going to be someone who has something that you don't have. And so it, going back to this concept of understanding who you are, being self-aware, understanding your strengths and moving those forward, instead of worrying about what's happening around you, figure out what you have to work with. And if it's someplace else you want to be, figure out the gap between where you are and where you want to be. And then take those steps towards being there and understand that on that journey, you're going to see people ahead of you who, you know, make you feel like you're in the dust. But I will guarantee you at the same time, if you turn around and look behind you, there are people who wish they were where you are and other people who are sitting on the couch that that's all they're doing is wishing because they're not even taking any action. There's, there's some. Those oh. all bring up a bigger A lot of those behaviors. Your audio is really bad. Beliefs are ego driven to keep people safe, to keep them in a space that's familiar. And that's, you know, we go back to what you're talking about in the What's that? There's, can you guys hear me? I, the audio is really bad on your side, Candace. I'm not sure what's happening. But yeah, you were saying. And, you know, boss. Can you guys hear me okay? I can hear you. Okay, good. Um, for some reason, the audio is a little weird. Um, well, I, I want to say there's, there's something big to think about here is when, you know, looking at it, I like to look things up in the bigger picture. Always try to do that um, in all aspects. That the fact that, you know, we're I'm me on my journey, and yes, I chose, I signed up to be a woman entrepreneur and doing the things that I think will work best, um, but so is everybody else, like respecting the journey that everybody is on and knowing that those people who are truly ahead of you, successful, and you see them as like, wow, influential, amazing entrepreneurs, they were right there where you were. They started the same way. 
They have the same 24 hours in a day. There's nothing magical about it. They put in the hard work and they were dedicated and focused and they moved forward with nothing but focus into getting to the level that they wanted to be. And they did it. And they're still moving into other dreams. They Once you achieve that dream, you don't just stop. There's other dreams that are coming forward. And there's going to be all kinds of feedback that joins you through that experience. But understanding that bigger picture truly, when you can step back and just appreciate somebody else is on their own journey and cheering them on and wishing them well, all of that, then you understand that there's no need to compare yourself to anybody else. You understand that there is each individual's journey. And I mean, if man, the world would be such a happier place if we could all just stay in our lanes and appreciate each other from right. uh, from our focus instead of the criticizing and bringing down, you know, um, of, of others. And that's just shaping, conditioning that society has, um, has offered, you know, but we're the ones that get to choose. Do we buy into that or not? You know, where and I think that's one of the things that would set leaders apart, right? Those are we are the people, leaders are the people who see that conditioning and push back against it and chart their own path, which is I'm not going to compare, I'm not going to. Um, roll with the, you know, go with the flow in terms of, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, the, the Joneses, keeping up with the Joneses, right? That right. I'm making decisions that are right for my business and those people that I'm leading in whatever sphere of influence I have. And I'm not just doing it, you know, for my ego's sake or any of that. And then we're able to actually going back to the concept of being an example, being an example that people actually want to follow. Yeah. And that is the goal is to be the person that other people voluntarily choose to, um, to, to buy with or listen to or watch um, to walk alongside all of those things. It's because you are the kind of person that they want to follow, not because you've ordered them to from a position of authority or because they think they're going to get something because you're buying them off. They're going to think they're going to get something from you or out of you. Right. Right, right, right. As a leader, we have to play up our strengths, you know, not our weaknesses. Um, And how do you know what your strengths are? I mean, without evaluating yourself and discovering, you know, where, where you stand. I mean, some are very comfortable in front of a camera and audio and, and some are not. Okay. So that's a weakness, but you can build on that. Like there's no, there's, there's no unhappy here. Like there's always opportunity where you can just go and build your strengths, discover new 
new areas of growth that you can work on. It's all self-discovery. It all comes back to self-discovery. The stronger that we can stand in our confidence and in our focus, our vision, then, you know, the, the closer we are one step closer to reaching that word of success, whatever that means to you, you know, happiness, joy, travel, freedom, whatever it is, that is your version of that. And, um, you know, just the more that we're understanding and humble in the experience, just enjoying it step by step by step, then it, it takes off some of that pressure of and fear of being an entrepreneur. You know, you're a natural leader. All of the listeners who are out there, you are natural born leaders. We are. We just are afraid to step into that word because it's a big word. You know, and those are some big shoes to fill. But I'm here to tell you, you have everything you need within you to step into those shoes and be the leader that you've always dreamt of being. You just have to make the decision. When you decide to do it, nothing, nothing will stop you. That's that persistence right there. That's where that comes in. Yep, most definitely. And, you know, we're talking about like, doing steps to move you forward. They don't have to be big steps, especially during this time when there's a lot of uncertainty in the world and and it feels a little limbo-ish, if you will. You know, with yesterday's um, new order here locally, you know, my my ceramic studio now is not going to be open. But when I think, is that going to stop me? Am I just going to be, you know, comfortable with that decision? The answer is no. There's other avenues. There's just because that door closed, there's many windows open that I got to explore. And that's just what we have to do. There's other areas. This, what this does is this opens opportunity. Here's an opportunity presented to you. And that's what leadership is, is looking at the positives, at the possibilities of how you can stand into, you know, what you're doing, where you're going, um, what your plan is, here's opportunity to look for other areas to connect to, you know, because just like us that we're like, oh man, this is kind of uncomfortable. So is the whole world out there. You know, we're not, we're definitely, definitely not alone in this journey. We're all connected in this feeling, but what is unique is what you will decide to take from it and how you can turn that around to a positive and to progress into your own growth. You know, um, I talk a lot about lately about doing these short little tutorial videos from TikTok because I love their platform. It's 15 seconds, 30 seconds, or one minute videos. It's short and to, sweet and to the point. You get your message across, whatever it is, a verbal message, or um, in my case, I'm showing how to do little, you know, clay things, projects, whatever. Um, I love your TikToks. (laughs) Thank you. And you don't realize how how much impact that 15 second video is actually causing. And some I got to be honest that the first few times I tried it, I was scared, you know, like, is this going to be silly because TikTok is a platform for young kids or whatever. But I just thought I'm going to go with it and just kind of try it. There's a risk right there. That was a small risk. Has it paid off? I got to tell you, yes. 
my Pinterest is now over 115,000 viewers just because I'm posting that little TikTok video and it's, you know, widening the view of whoever's interested in looking at my stuff, you know, but one video can take you, you don't even know, it can take you into a place that could bring you such delight and enjoy, you know, but it it's a risk. And these are like, small, tiny risks with big rewards. And nobody's going to do it for you. You can pay somebody to do it, but they don't see what's in your head. They can't feel what you're feeling. No matter how much you try to put it, you got to do it yourself. You're afraid of that camera. So what? Get in front of it and look silly and just do it a few times until you get more comfortable. How will we get more comfortable if we don't go through the process? Like our good friend Jane says, get the uglies out first, you know, get comfortable yeah. with the uglies and move forward. I love that. Yeah, I know for me, when I first started doing this three years ago as a beach body coach, oh my God, being live on camera and because I was also, I was doing fitness coaching and nutrition coaching. So I was actually being very raw and vulnerable and I was doing these exercises on camera and I was like, what if I look stupid? What if I make a mistake? You know, it was all in my head, but it took me coming out of my head and swirling down into my heart and being like, I'm doing this because I want to show people that illness is just a word in the dictionary. It is not a place that we get to live or that we have to live. That wellness is literally taking the focus off what's making you ill and putting the focus on what makes you feel alive, what makes you feel well, what makes you feel loved what makes you feel safe what makes you feel belonging because i i through my experience learned that all of those things was my body's way of saying you're out of alignment so my my bigger picture was i was out of alignment when i was freaking out on the camera because i was worried about what everybody else was thinking instead of worrying about my vision and my why i was i was worried about that imposter syndrome and analysis paralysis that I wasn't living in my truth or my purpose or my passion or my gift. I was robbing myself and the world of what I came here to do. I didn't come here to just go through all that trauma to just have it just just exist and to just die and die miserable because I was like, okay, well, that's it. Okay, I accept that. No, 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 look for the contrast. What is it telling you? Because everything, and we said this on another show, and I love this, this quote, every act is an act of love or a cry for love. And yeah. that means a leader. Sometimes leaders, we don't always have it together either. And so we're human. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. If your boss is losing their temper with you and, and like snapping at you, that's a cry for love. That's what I see. I see someone that's pushing themselves. They're not taking care of themselves. They're leading on empty and they're snapping because of it. So just be curious. Now that I'm ranting. Most definitely <laughs> be curious. But, um, you know, it's, it is about self-discovery and curiosity and just growing yourself more and more. I do want to add that, you know, with all the, the videos or whatever that are, that I'm posting out there, it's not truly for at all for the viewers that just is more like confirmation or validation of what you're doing. But 
I kind of just get lost in the fun of the video. I really don't care if they it does grow or not. And honestly, on TikTok, it doesn't. So so what? You know, I just feel like I'm having fun. And I know that this is going to help somebody understand, give them a better idea of how to work with the clay or how to work with this technique or whatever it is. I know that I'm just putting in my two cents. And that's all. That's all that, that I'm going to focus on. By doing that and just kind of taking off the pressure of getting the followers, getting the likes, getting, you know, all of that, that's crazy. I mean, the only reason my Pinterest has grown is because I've been on it for so many years. Um, but it's not even about that. It's just if it brings you joy and you're lost in, in that creative zone, if you're lost in that creative zone, you're completely connected. You're aligned. You're in on your pathway to with your purpose. And there's nothing that's going to stop you. If you're having fun and things are just looking good, then why not take those risks? Um, you know, and just have fun with the journey of becoming an entrepreneur. Being a leader is is no different. You know, we're your leader in your own strength, in your own um, in your own business. And we're only going to be stronger leaders by really tapping into our strengths and our confidence and, you know, doing what works best for you. Of course, I definitely recommend um, educating ourselves as much as possible. There's tons of resources out there with videos and audiobooks um, and, you know, training programs. All of that is moving you towards your goal. We, we should never stop at all. We should never stop learning. Every day there's an opportunity for growth for ourselves. And when we grow, whatever it is, if you learned how to, you know, the name of a new plant just comes to mind because I'm looking outside my window. Um, there is growth in there. Like we should never stop. Just be comfortable with what we know. Push yourself to learn something new, to learn a new skill. And that even makes, if you're already a leader with more education and more information coming to you and self-connecting and, oh my gosh, you're going to be unstoppable. You are unstoppable. You just have to decide that you are. Yep. yep. That's, That's that commitment to excellence. And I like how you talked about, you know, growing. That's uh, one of the leadership tips to help your team grow, develop them, Never stop learning. Never. Yeah. Never. There's, I mean, we're learning as, as we're processing whatever the heck we're going through as, you know, a collective here in the world. We're learning through all of this. There's no new norm. What is the new norm? Who knows? I mean, it changes every day, but we don't have to focus on that learning. We focus on inner learning. Just learning to be patient, just learning to be understanding, just learning to, you know, be okay with being frustrated, acknowledgement. You know, there's a lot of learning within ourselves that can strengthen us. And and we don't, and I'm not just talking about leaders in your business, but just leaders in, in you, leading ourselves into what we want to do on this planet while we're here. You know, yes, it's fun to have a business and yes, we thrive from it, but that may not be your only purpose. There might be more within you that 
it's maybe time to discover some new things, some new directions. We always have to be left with that question mark. Is there more? I always ask myself that, you know, is, is there more to me? The answer is yes. We always have way more moving parts that are made available to us, but we're the ones that argue for our limitations. We're the ones that stop us. I would rephrase that question or reframe the question to say what Damn it. Oh, zoom, zoom, zoom. I'm going to do one more. And we're back from another technical difficulty, but we got it going. So we're going to wrap up our show now. We've had some really good, juicy information. There's so much into being the leader. And we hope that today you have found some of these this information inspirational, maybe motivational, getting you to look, take a good look within you and connect to those strengths um, that make you a leader. Right, Candice? Absolutely. Um, and that, that goes back to tip number one, which was know you and know your vision. Those are the two most important things, I think, com- uh, combined with the self-care, because you can't lead on empty. Right. That really help get you cemented into that leadership role. And then to understand and know that as a leader, 
you only grow as much as you help your team grow. So focus on developing them as well as yourself. No one should ever stop learning. You should be a lifelong learner. You should be tapped in, tuned in and turned on to whatever lights up your soul. Be always seeking more wisdom because there's nothing wrong with knowing things. What's wrong is not knowing because there is no excuse to not know in today's age. There's so many avenues and resources out there available for us. And then I would like to add, listen, listen to you, listen to your team, listen to your heart, listen to your customer, and then be and stay curious and then influence and implement with that curiosity as well as flexibility. And like I said, self-care, 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 self-care is the key that, <laughs> that lines it all up. <laughs> you can be a great leader and have good intention, but if you're not fueling your body and your brain, you're going to come off snarky, persnickety, <laughs> snappy, grumpy, unhappy, not empowered, not confident. So fuel your mind and soul as well. Anyway. Most definitely. I mean, this is great information. We're all about just empowering and, and connecting to our true power here. And leadership is just a natural skill. So just remember that, you know, stand in your leadership mindset and what you are, you know, you're in the process of becoming more as we continue to evolve and progress into the next step. So the leader that you are today is an amazing leader that evolved from all the experiences that you have lived up to today. Be grateful and know and, and thankful for all of that that has happened to make you who, who you are and the amazing person that stands right before you. Um, and, and embrace that, celebrate her, enjoy her, be kind to her, love her, and just truly just this big celebration. I just can't ex explain it. It's ineffable because there's just so much joy and love in knowing that we can all achieve that level of love and, and understanding and leadership. So with that, you guys, I think we're going to wrap it up. We have just got such great information here, and we hope that this has inspired you, motivated you, moved you to a new level of being a woman entrepreneur. Yes, because we want to elevate and empower women worldwide to see that the leader that they are is the leader that the world needs as well. So to step in and just get curious and just go with it. Yeah, discover more and go with it. Gosh, well said. Well done, you guys. I'm so proud of all of you for stepping into your leadership role. Thank you, Candice, because, you know, we put a lot of effort into our shows. And that's just because we care about other women who are out there and are on their journey. Yes. And thank you as well, Belinda, because you're the one in the background dealing with all the, the computer crashing, getting the Zoom back up, and then you're writing all the copy below on our podcasts and, and getting those up and out to the world. So I appreciate you for doing that because that is a lot of work as well. So, you know, hoorah for us. We make a great team. We get it done. And, you know, for our listeners out there, come be a part of the tribe. Bring it to the nine. Bring it to the table. 
What are your struggles? What are your successes? What are your fears? What are your hopes? Let us know. Reach out to us. You can find us at thesweetnine.com. And we would love, love, love to hear from you. I agree. We definitely want to be, um, you know, surrounded by all this women entrepreneur energy. We love all this creative energy that comes from there. So connect to us at thesweetnine.com or just reach out to us at belindafarious.com or candacejfraser.com. And we are happy to connect you or to include you in our podcast. With that, you guys, we have accomplished yet another episode number 48 in leadership right here for you all with the Sweet Nine um, podcast and the thesweetnine.com. We wish you the best and the happiest Tuesday today, and we look forward to seeing you guys at the next one. And remember, hashtag. Hey, of the night. <laughs> That's right. We'll see you soon. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.